Welcome to the Harry Podcast, where ancient wisdom meets everyday life. I'm Tom, and I'm here to guide you on this journey. In today's episode, I want to share with you my experience with cannabis. Following years of experimenting with cannabis, I discovered a more effective way to harness its benefits. We are not here to delve into mysticism or complicated concepts. We are here to keep it real, natural and relatable. So whether you're on your morning commute, sipping tea at home or just out for a walk, this conversation is for you. Hello, my friends. Thanks for joining me for this new episode. This one is a bit special. It would be a bit different compared to the previous episodes. It's about cannabis and my personal experience with cannabis. It's still very related to consciousness. Um, but first of all, I want to say, and it's very important, that I'm not doing this episode to promote cannabis and its use, right? Um, I'm not saying that you need to use cannabis to enhance your consciousness or your creativity. You don't need cannabis in your life at all. First reason being, you can produce the cannabinoids yourself, right? Your, your, your body is geared for that. Like It's supposed to create those molecules itself, right? Without any ex external sources. Uh, right for the, for those molecules. So there are ways to produce them uh, with through meditation and other practices. I'm not familiar with those methods. I've chosen the route of using cannabis myself. But there is other way to attain the same effects to produce the same effects without cannabis. All right. So um, I'm not advocating its use. Um, I don't want to you know, um, push anyone to use it if you don't want to. This episode actually is for people who are already using it or considering using it, or maybe you have friends or family using it and you don't understand why they use it or you are wondering what could be the effects and, um, you know, what are the dangers, what are the benefits. So... I won't cover everything. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a user. And I want to share how cannabis relates to consciousness and uh, how I've been using it myself, the mistakes I've made, and also the solutions I've found. And full disclosure, most of them, I found them very recently. I've been doing it quite wrong for most of the time. And It's been a few months now that I can confidently say that I found a way that suits me and that works for me. So I want to share that because I'm sure I'm not the only one in this situation and a lot of people could benefit uh, from this story, hopefully, right? So let's start with how I started using cannabis. I'm 35 years old today. We are in November 2023 and I started when I was around 18 years old, right? Very young adult. Very classic story, actually. I'm a musician. I've, I was already playing music back then. 
And when we were gathering with friends in, you know, in parks in my hometown in France, we would all, you know, bring our guitar and drums and uh, we would sing and, you know, like it was like a hippie vibe, I would say. And uh, it was like huge jam sessions. A lot of friends would gather around us and dance and sing with us, etc. And obviously in this context, like, you know, cannabis um, can easily find uh, its place, right? And it's uh, uh, something quite natural around this age to try new experiences. And um, so, you know, I was into reggae music, not only reggae music, but it was one of the, my main genre. Um, and so cannabis is part of the reggae culture, culture as well. So I tried it with friends. Some things I liked, some others I didn't. But overall, it was a good experience. There is the social component, um, right? You're sharing an experience with your friends. So that's quite positive. Also, of course, it will tend to enhance your creativity, help you surrender and let go and, and just freely play your instrument without overthinking it or, you know, wondering about what others will think about your, your music, your heart, basically. So that would be the benefits, right? Creativity, social relationships, and sharing a, an experience with friends. But the downside was that I didn't really like to have to purchase cigarettes because in France, since cannabis is illegal still today, you have to purchase it, you know, under the hood. You have to pay a hefty price to get it. You often get very small samples, very low quality. And so because, you know, we were young adults with not a lot of money, uh, we wanted to save a bit uh, of cannabis and not waste it in just a few sessions. So we would just put just a little quantity of cannabis in a paper paper sheet and add tobacco in the mix, basically roll a joint and smoke it. So we would still get the effects, but the taste was definitely not great. Um, that will add, you know, obviously nicotine in the mix. So that will increase the risk of um, being addicted to joints. I'm saying to joints because cannabis, and it's backed by studies, is not really addictive per se, like it's not like nicotine. But if you add tobacco in your joints, of course, it becomes highly addictive. On top of the addiction, adding tobacco in the mix will definitely affect the effects of cannabis on your consciousness. So you don't get the full spectrum of uh, you know positive effects. Uh, instead, it will more likely get you anxious and develop bad habits around this practice, this use of cannabis. So um, I wouldn't recommend smoking joints at all and smoking as a whole as well. So I've been doing that for, um, uh, you know, a lot of years, many years um, until, you know, uh, I, I wanted to stop smoking tobacco basically i was like i'm i'm so fed up to have to buy cigarettes just to be able to consume cannabis right so i looked into pipes so i could just you know pour some some weed in a glass pipe and avoid using um tobacco but it was not the same experience like not as shareable as 
a joint uh, when you are in a social setting. And also, like, I don't know, it was not great. Like, it would be so harsh on my throat. Um, it wasn't a great experience. And uh, you tend to put more cannabis in a pipe than in a joint. So you would waste it, like, you consume it much faster and you have to buy it again more often. It, it become expensive. Even though you're saving on cigarettes, right, sick packs, since you don't have to buy cigarettes anymore, I guess it balances out uh, the, the cost. But... Overall, it was not a great experience. So I was like, I'm sure there there are ways. And it was the very beginning of uh, uh, vape devices, you know, uh, vaporizers, etc., where something quite new, e-cigs, etc. And I was like, that's exactly what I need. I want an e-cig to consume my cannabis. So I started googling it, and I found uh, a device. Um, I don't want to mention any brand or anything, but now it's widespread, so it's very easy to understand what I'm talking about. Back then, it was pretty new. No one would use that, in France at least. It was very, um, like, no one would know about that. Like, I, I would surprise a lot of friends using this device. They were like, what, what the heck? What, what is this? And they realized how cool it was, but yeah, but you know, I prefer my little routine of rolling, rolling my joints. I'm not too concerned about health. I don't want, I don't plan on, you know, smoking my whole life. It's just for a few more years and then I'll stop, etc. So, okay, no worries. I, I'm ready to give up on the social aspect of it. But before I completely stop using cannabis, um, I want to try this. So let's get a, a device like a vaporizer. So it's basically just a device with a resistance, uh, a liter reservoir. So you put your weed directly into it, the flower, the dried flower, and you turn it on. It will heat up up to a controlled temperature. So it's around 180 degrees. You can go up to 200 degrees Celsius. And this way, instead of smoking it, you are actually vaping it. So the benefits of doing that is that first you eliminate tobacco, you eliminate paper, and also you eliminate uh, the inflammation caused by smoke. Uh, since it's much lower in temperature, you're not hurting your throat and your lungs as much as when you smoke. Lighter on your organism, it will also enhance the taste because now it's not burnt, it's uh, just cooked, I would say. So you get to really taste the aromas of the flower. So that will literally put emphasis on the quality of what you are consuming. And so you don't want to use any bad quality weed. So it's leading you in the direction of becoming conscious of what you're consuming, which is a positive to me. So I started vaping instead of smoking, and it was a great improvement already uh, in terms of effects, in terms of health, in terms also of uh, cost, because it would cost less, so you have to purchase the device. But then... Especially with the cost of a sick pack back then, it, it's even more expensive today, but it was like over 10 euros, maybe 12 euros for a, a regular cigarette pack. Um, and so since you know you have to buy one, two packs per month around that, you can break even <laughs> purchasing a device pretty, pretty quickly. So that's the first advice I would give you if you are a user of cannabis. Ditch smoking and try vaping instead really like i'm sure you can even try it if you are in america in north america it's legal here 
you can go and, and maybe try it with a friend who already owns a device or just try it for yourself, see if it works for you. But in terms of health, uh, you can Google it. I don't want to do the whole uh, episode on the health benefits, but just throwing this idea uh, and you can Google it and research for yourself and you'll see all the, the great benefits of vaping instead of smoking. So that was the first step. And I started doing that vaping back in France. Uh, then we moved to Canada where it's legal. It's, it was not the reason why we moved here, obviously, but it's, uh, it was a good perk. Um, and here the quality is like nowhere near what it was in France. Like it's so much better. Like it's much higher. Uh, you have a lot of choices so you can really explore the different strains and all, which is great. But the thing is, Compared to what I was used to consume in Europe, here the THC levels are so high, dramatically high. Like for everyone in, in Canada, and I guess in the US it's the same, uh, a 20% THC strain is just normal. Like it's, yeah, whatever. Like I'll take it, no, no problem. Like everyone tends to believe that 20% THC is natural in cannabis. Well, Guess what? It's absolutely not normal. Those levels would never be around back in the 70s, for instance. So that's pretty new because that's that, especially here in North America, it became uh, something commercial. So a lot of marketing involved. And how do you differentiate uh, from one brand to another when it's all, um, you know, regulated and you cannot really advertise cannabis. Uh, so the only space where you can differentiate yourself as a brand is on the package. And what information information do you have on the package? You cannot promote it like, hey, this is the best weed ever. No, you cannot write that on your package. All you can write is your logo and legal text, um, you know, percentages of THC, CBD, terpenes, etc., etc. A date of packaging, stuff like that. So it's very just factual, just facts, right? Um, and it's controlled, so you cannot lie about what's in it. So the only way brands could differentiate was with the THC level. So everyone started producing higher and higher THC levels by selecting strains based on that criteria. And the more THC, the more potent the flower will be, right? And people, when they purchase like a $35, $40, $50 pack for 3.5 grams of flour, they want to get their money back, basically. Like they want to feel something, like they want to be happy with the effect if they have to uh, use it with friends at night. They want everyone to get high, as high as possible, and have fun. That's the idea, right? So... If for the same price you can get a 25% THC and on the other hand you have a 18%, people will generally go for the 25 Unless you are like a rookie and you are a bit scared of being a bit overwhelmed by that potency, then maybe you, you'll ask the butt tender for something uh, you know, lighter, like a bit lower in THC, which is fair. But still, like the lowest THC level you will find is above 15%, which is super high already which is quite high. So that's the first thing. High THC level uh, are pushed by brands to differentiate themselves uh, 
from the competition. So it's not in your benefits, it's in their benefits, right? And I'm not blaming them. It's not to say they are doing a bad job or anything. It's the way it is, right? That how do we make a better product? Well, by increasing the effect, so increasing the THC. Fair enough. But why not? That That's one direction to explore. Why not? Okay. So I've been consuming these uh, brand, brands and strains, uh, Canadian ones in BC, and it's uh, the quality here is, is amazing. Uh, and I've been enjoying it, but I was like, wow, th- this, is, this is next level compared to what I'm used to, right? Uh, first of all, I can use pure weed here. I don't have to mix it, of course. I can vape it because I can find the same devices I used to use in France. And now it's like unlimited. I can go out uh, on the beach, in the park, uh, you know, on the street. No one cares. Like it's legal. It's a free country. Everyone does whatever. No one cares. Even elder people like retiree and, um, you know, everyone would would smoke or use cannabis and it's not a big deal at all. Like it's similar to, you know, drinking or uh, it's just like a re- recreational uh, activity basically here. No one really cares, really. So, um, of course, I have an, an ethic with that. So I never drive. I never, uh, if I'm to take care of my child or uh, if I'm in a social setup or with my family, I would never smoke or use or vape uh, any sort of cannabis, right? I want to be truly present and myself and not impaired by any substance, right? So it's really important, I believe, my advice would be to always have an ethic when you use substances like cannabis and to set rules for yourself, commit to them and respect them always at all costs. So I would never drive, I would never work, I would never do anything of responsibility when I'm high. That's a golden rule. And I never, never did it. I never uh, drove while high, for instance. Never. And I will never. So it was the first time I could go out and and vape, basically, because it was legal and I, I didn't have to worry about hiding from the police or anything like that. So that was liberating, but also overwhelming because I never had this experience being high on the street with a lot of people around me not being high. And, <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was strange. It, it took me a while to settle down and realize it was okay, etc., etc. But this overwhelming feeling would not go away. Like every time it was a bit overwhelming for a few minutes and then doing, you know, breath work and calming myself, etc. I, I, I would manage to calm down and enjoy it, but it's always an effort. So I, that's not what I was expecting. That was a bit disappointing, but I was like, okay, maybe smoke less quantity or oh, vape. I, I keep on saying smoke, but obviously it's vape, right? Uh, it's just a bad reflex, I would say, but I should say vape every time. I'll try to do that moving forward. So until recently, where I realized the problem was actually high THC, not really smoking in a new environment, which might have played a role in the beginning, but you know now I'm completely cool with the freedom of vaping everywhere. Um, but still, I'm, I'm still anxious at times. So I started researching the differences between what I used to 
vape in France and what I can find here in Canada. And it was now very obvious that in France, especially homegrown uh, cannabis tend to be quite high in CBD and quite mild in THC. So I would say around maybe 7-8% CBD and 12-15% maximum in THC. Uh, whereas here in Canada, it's closer to 20-25% even in THC and close to 0% or 0.1% of CBD. Because CBD will basically dial down the effects of THC or control the effects of THC. And it's a very simple mechanism. So in your brain, you have receptors for cannabinoids. If you smoke or vape something or eat something with a high THC level and almost no CBD, all your receptors will be covered with high THC substance, right? So all the receptors will only get a high concentration of THC, but almost no CBD at all. This is definitely not natural. It's like consuming industrial weed, basically. If you are into, you know, organic food and healthy food, you probably also are in healthy ways to use cannabis, right? And using high THC, it's like GMO to me. It's my opinion, right? Um, uh, if you disagree, I'd love to, to have a conversation about that with you uh, on Twitter or X, should I say, or even here as a guest on the podcast. I'd love to, to really confront my views uh, with others and not confronting, I mean, but just having conversation about that just to, you know, uh, enrich our point of views mutually. But to me, a high THC, low CBD strain is like industrially modified weed for marketing purposes, not for the user's benefits. Because in nature, when you leave cannabis alone and you just harvest it the way it grows naturally, in nature, in, in Africa, in India, in Jamaica, wherever, it tends to have a good balance, right, between its components. And it, there is much more than only THC and CBD, but let's keep it simple. CBD is much higher in nature and THC much lower uh, when you don't select uh, generation after generation only the strains with higher THC and lower CBD. But brands want to make you as high as possible because that's what the market has been asking for. So they are reducing CBD and uh, increasing THC so they can make sure your brain receptors will be covered only by THC. And this is overwhelming because nature, most of the time, is right, is balanced, and knows why things are done a certain way. And so if cannabis has CBD in it, it's the full spectrum, the combination of all the molecules of cannabis that are beneficial to men, right? If they are used wisely in the reasonable quantities, frequencies, um, setups, the way it is in nature. So you can enhance it a bit if you want, but if you break the balance completely, then it's not cannabis you're smoking anymore. It's a kind of a GMO version of it. So you, you cannot blame cannabis for your bad experiences with it if what you are actually consuming is not cannabis anymore. 
Because cannabis is CBD, cannabis is THC, it's both and more, right? It's not only one or the other. So what I would advise to you, and the, the revelation I had with that is I was looking for something closer to what I was used to smoke or vape back in France. And the closest to that, after a lot of researches, would be like a one-for-one ratio of CBD and THC. And the one you can find here in Canada and probably in the US too, I'm based in Vancouver, so I don't know about uh, you know other places, but I'm sure it's pretty similar. It's around 8-9% of CBD and maybe 11-12% of THC. The, the strain I'm currently using is called Dancehall. So it's called Dancehall and it's produced by Coast Mountains. It's a local producer in British Columbia, Canada. So it's even better. It's organic. Um, and I'm not you know, promoting this strain. There are others around as well. But honestly, not that many. Not that many others. Uh, so one-one ratio with enough THC so you can still get high, high enough, because I still want to get some high, right? I don't want to be using just high CBD weed. That's not my point. Just want to use OG weed, I would say. So this strain is great. Like I've been trying it. I was not sure because it's been a couple of years I've been using high THC since I'm in Canada. Uh, ITHC strains. So I was not sure if I would get high from something much lower in THC. And I wanted to try, so I did. It was a revelation, my friends. A revelation. The high kicks in much, much slowly, and then it's nice, like it's uplifting, it's not overwhelming. Some of the effects I would get with high THC weed would be racing thought palpitations, like very high heart rate, anxiety, feeling bad, basically feeling bad, not enjoying the moment, not, be, not being able to focus on anything productive or creative. Um, I would vape to play music, but I would end up thinking that what I'm playing is shit, not being able to focus, wandering in, in my DAO, like my the software I use to record music, I would just get lost in the menus and do nothing productive and next thing I, I knew it was already midnight and I was tired and I just wanted to sleep and I, I wouldn't record anything not all of the nights not every time but regularly right some sessions were good um, and of course it also depends on your energy levels and your mood etc but with this new strain the one to one for one ratio it was completely different even better than what I used to smoke or vape back in France because it's so much more qualitative. Um, it's organic. There is no chemicals in uh, basically the way they grow the, the weed, etc. And it's local as well. So it's always great to support local businesses uh, and especially businesses like this one who are smart enough to realize not everyone wants high THC weed. Right, one for one is like the golden ratio, and I wrote an article on Medium that I shared on my Twitter uh, yesterday, actually, to announce this new episode about cannabis. Um, so it was a game changer, and now I don't want to go back to high THC weed at all. That's not for me, and I'm pretty sure it's not for you, or not for most of us. Not for most of us. 
unless you just want to get wrecked, like uh, like fried every time you smoke and that's it and go to bed, cool. Uh, if you don't have any anxiety problem when you smoke or vape, cool. Like, I mean, you know, everyone to each their own, like, you know, no problem with that. But I personally, I, f- I feel like we are a lot in the same situation. Uh, a lot of artists or people using weed for creative purposes or for relaxation, for meditating. And I don't see where ITHC would fit in those um, activities, right? So if you want a more chill, relaxed, but still, you know, uplifting and, um, you know, joyful and creative effects, definitely try THC-CBD one-for-one ratios. Uh, So... Yeah, that's about what I wanted to share today about cannabis. That's probably not the last episode about it. This podcast won't turn into a cannabis podcast at all, right? But it's still related to consciousness and being conscious of what you're using, how you use that, what are the effects. And if it's not what you were expecting, then, you know, stop, reflect, and find new ways, better ways to do that. And if you cannot find any good way, just stop. You don't need cannabis again. Like you don't have to use it. You you can be a great artist, very creative, very productive without any substance. And you don't even have to meditate. Some people are just excellent in what they do and they don't use anything. They don't meditate. They hit sugar, they hit carbs, they don't sleep well and they are still great, right? So I don't want to put any pressure on that. Like, you do whatever works for you. That was just my experience I wanted to share with you. And I hope that was helpful to summarize very quickly. First tip would be to stop smoking and try vaping dry flowers. I'm not speaking about vaping cartridges, um, liquids or concentrates or edibles or anything like that. Vaping dry flowers because it's the closest to the natural form of cannabis, right? In nature, cannabis grows naturally and you can harvest it with your own hands and harvest the flower, dry it for a couple of weeks and just consume it, right? Uh, so if you want to keep things close to nature, use dried flowers, one for one ratio between CBD and THC. I gave you a, a brand, but I don't want to promote any specific brand. So you can Google it. You can use Leafly or any other app to find it. Um, and you can ask your local butt tender, like if they don't have it in, in, in store, like you can ask them uh, to back order it and say you would like to try it. And if it works, you would be a regular consumer and you're sure a lot of people are also looking for that and they will do it with pleasure. It's very easy for them to reference a new brand that they don't currently have. So uh, if there is one around your place and that's your go-to shop, ask them. Definitely engage the conversation with them. It's, man, it's been so important for me that um, don't miss out on that. Like, just try it. Maybe you won't like it, but at least you've tried it. Um, So that's about it. So vaping instead of smoking, one-for-one ratio, and also a set of rules, a structure in the way you use it. Like strict rules. You will not smoke or vape in that or that situation. Um, 
you won't consume more than that amount per day or per week or per month. You write it down or you, you find a way to engrave it in your mind and be related, like be trustworthy that you won't break those rules. And you will be fine because people can fall in addiction. Uh, you know, if you overuse it, if you depend on it in your life to feel good, to be creative, etc., it's not good. You should have a break, maybe a couple of weeks. You know, take take a step back and then reassess and reintroduce it slowly, piece by piece, you know, uh, and, and see how it goes for you. And maybe it's not for you at all and you should not use it. Again, it's very personal. I'm not advocating for anything here. Just sharing my thoughts and experiences. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm always available on Twitter, Heru Podcast. That's my handle. Very easy. You can find all my social media on heru.fm, H-E-R-U.fm, and there you can find also my TikTok, etc. And just a final word uh, before we end this episode. These are the, r- the very early stages of this podcast, as you as you may have noticed. I'm not experienced in any way in content creation or um, podcasting or anything like that. I have a thick French accent, so maybe sometimes I'm not being very clear. Please let me know in the feedback. I would be so grateful for you to take the time to just say, you know, hey, I don't understand what you're saying, man, or, you know, I, I disagree with that. I will take every feedback gladly, even if they are negative or to me, it's always constructive. I'm really looking forward to receiving feedback from listeners. So don't hesitate to connect with me on Twitter. I'll try to produce also some videos, short videos on YouTube and maybe TikTok. I'm posting photos as well. I live in Vancouver again, so I love it here. Um, I'm taking a lot of pictures, uh, you know, or landscapes or street photography or, you know, anything that inspires me. I will share it on Instagram as well. Um, and everything can be found on the website heru.fm. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm releasing one episode every week and I'm also writing articles on Medium. I don't have any schedule for that. I don't have any schedule for the photos and videos and all. The only schedule I have is for those podcast episodes. Every Sunday, a new episode is being released. And again, please let's get in touch and and discuss how to be happy today, right? Thank you and talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.